Blog Talk Radio. Hi, it's Jeannie Kelly. I am your credit expert, and I am happy you are spending this time with me. I'm the author of the 90-Day Credit Challenge and Credit Makeover. And if this is your first time tuning into my podcast, I want to let you know I'm a New Yorker, so I talk fast, but I bring you bottom line information, meaning whatever's going on in the credit world that I feel like maybe you need to know, most questions that I'm getting asked during the week, and I'm realizing that um, it's something I need to be sharing. And I got to tell you, this one surprised me. And I thought, I feel like I'm constantly talking about pulling your credit report and looking at it and why it's important. And But maybe I'm not talking about it enough. A really dear friend of mine was working on um, correcting, not correcting, lowering his credit card balances, which was fabulous. He's going for a mortgage, and he wants a better credit score. He knows that 30% of his FICO score is regarding balances, and he has a lot of credit card debt. A lot of it, he used um, his personal credit for business, so a lot of that was really affecting his score. So I'm just sharing this story with you because – He called me, and he couldn't believe that he lowered, let's say, four or five of his credit cards, and I'm talking by a lot of money, and his score didn't move. And he said, I can't understand it. I went in. Um, First, I went for a car loan, which I didn't know he was doing the car loan and the mortgage process at the same time, because, again, sometimes it's about timing, and you might want to make sure you're paying attention to the bigger item first. So I, again, need to talk about timing as well because you want to have the highest score you can for your 30-year or 15-year, whatever, how many-year mortgage because usually that's the biggest purchase of your life or one of them, right? So anyway, that wasn't listened to and the balance issue wasn't listened to. And I am a New Yorker at home, so you will hear my dogs. So I'm sorry about that. And this is real life, so this is how I play it. So with um, the balances, I said, okay, tell me. I know we talked about it only a couple of weeks ago where you should lower your balances, so what did you do? And he said, oh, I paid this one. You know, I I brought that one that was totally maxed out. I brought it down from 98% down to only 20. So that is a big accomplishment because it was a large account. And all the others he brought down to 10% from his um, highest balance limit. So that was great. And I said, wow, okay, well, what do you mean your score hasn't changed? Did you go to annualcreditreport.com and make sure you saw the updates? And he said no. He said no, and he proceeded to tell me that he had the mortgage lender, because he paid them off last week, he had the mortgage lender repull his credit, because of course they were going to be updated. And that's not how it works, folks. So even though I I feel like I talk about this a lot, this is a real-life story. You know I, I keep it real here. And this is a friend. So this is someone who tunes in. He's probably listening to this now, and I'm not calling him out. It's because this is such a great topic. I'm like, 
oh my goodness, do you hear when I say you have to check your credit report? And the reason why, I think it's fabulous, at annualcreditreport.com, you can go there once a week if you wanted to check your credit report. And I usually mention it because of balances. Like if you are in the process of going for a mortgage and you want to make sure you lowered your balances and it's showing on the reports that that's the way. And so anyway, when I was explaining this to him, and that's why his score hasn't moved, he says, well, how is that possible? I already see it on the screen. It's on my statement. Everything in this world is instant nowadays. Like, you mean to tell me the credit bureaus don't connect every single day with the creditors? And I'm like, whoa, this isn't instant when it comes to the credit reporting world. So this is a beautiful thing to talk about. Thank you so much for bringing this up. Just because you see it on your account, and I know we, are, we love instant. We love the instant gratification of seeing, hey, we can pay online. We, we may hit refresh and see a lower balance on our credit card balance due or our, you know, on our account activity. But that's not how it works. So your statement balance, which what if your statement balance was cut, like let's say it's the 15th of the month, right? And let's say you paid it, um, let's say you paid it today on the 15th of the month, right? And let's say that they cut their statement, like let's say this creditor that you choose to do business with, let's say on the 13th of the month is when they send the data in to the credit bureaus. You have a long way. You have 30 days for that to get updated, not the next week and the next week and the next week. You can call your creditors. There are ways to work around this. But what I'm mostly wanting to just make sure I cover is that just because you see it on your screen, that does not mean a week later it's going to be updated with the credit bureaus. That would be beautiful. You would solve so many problems because it really would be beautiful, but it's just not how it works. And you have to be organized, and this is why I say it even takes time. Even if you don't have something you're working on your credit derogatory, negative item, maybe you don't before purchasing a home, but maybe it is a balance issue. You need to do this at least two months in advance. I want to make sure everything is updated correctly and there's no problems way in advance. So no, just because you pay a credit card last week, it doesn't mean it will be updated the next week. It, it, the, it just doesn't work that fast, and I wish it did. So that's, uh, you know, that's the big news today. Uh, the other big news is exactly what I was, as I was talking to you during this podcast, I'm realizing that I also mustn't be talking about timing. There's an, with new credit, it makes up 10% of your FICO score, right? And I always say that part of the score I have a love-hate relationship with. And it's because, yeah, FICO loves new credit, but at certain times. So what I mean by that is when you first get a new account, that means a new inquiry, a new hard inquiry. You ask someone for credit, they're pulling your credit because you want funds from them. That's a hard inquiry. 
Those inquiries stay on your credit report for two years, get calculated in your FICO score for one year. So that is something to just think about. So now your score can drop for that credit inquiry, and also when that account, and they call it a trade line, but let's just to keep it uh, simple, the auto loan or the credit card that you applied for, once that account goes on your credit report, the new activity is going to dip the score. So you've got two things dipping the score when you beforehand, let's, I'm just using this story because I like talking real life. I like talking about things that I know what's happening. So like I said, my friend, got a, he, he just got a new auto loan before the mortgage. He should have flip-flopped it. He wasn't even in a rush for the auto loan. It's just on the list of what he's buying this year. And the thing is, it's all about timing. Now, there's no recovering. Well, there's recovering because his balances will be better, okay? He is going, those balances will be updated, and he will have a higher score than he does right now. But could have it been higher if he didn't have a new trade line and a new inquiry on his credit report? Most likely. I can't say absolutely for anything, but a new trade line, a new hard inquiry does dip your score. And why I say love-hate, the 10% of new credit, I say that because in time, six months, several months to six months to nine months to a year to two years, FICO likes that you had a new account, but just not in the moment. So, I'm so glad you're listening today because maybe I'm saving this from you and maybe you're going to be applying for a new mortgage soon or a refinance and you also need a car loan. Just know you, you want to have the higher score for the mortgage. And, um, you know, again, sometimes it, it may not matter. But even personally, I will talk about – uh, myself and saying that I this year also got a new mortgage. I'm going to tell you right now, I would never have, and I, I, I'm not hovering over a score that's low, but I still wouldn't want to risk going, you know, dipping my score because of a new inquiry and a new trade line. Again, you know, I want to make sure I'm getting the lowest interest rate that's available. And because I'm going to be locked into that mortgage for 15 or 30 years. So if you have any questions regarding that, please let me know. I'm, like I always say, I'm always sharing what's happening. And this was such a great – I feel this was something so great to talk about because he was so right. Like when he said to me, but everything's instant. You mean the credit bureaus haven't caught up on like everything Everything we're dealing with, I can pay on a, with my credit card just through my phone by tapping something, and I can send things electronically. Like, I don't understand. So that's just not the case. Now, what can you do? I'm not just here to tell you how it works. I always love giving you a solution. So the solution, always going to the annualcreditreport.com to check on it. So let's say, let's just say you're paying down several companies and let's say two of them are updated. Hey, that's great news. But let's say you really next week or the week after, you really need this, you need to apply for this mortgage. You can call your creditor 
So you can call your creditor because you cannot send a statement. That's not going to work. But you can ask them, can you send me a balance letter? And they can send that to you either electronically. You'll have to – every creditor is different. They may be able to put it in your dashboard if you use um, – you know, if they have a portal for you, they may be able to email it to you. They might be able to fax it. They might be able to fax it to your mortgage lender. However you can get it, when you have a balance letter, and again, it is not a statement. You actually have to call and request a balance letter, and you can say it's because I'm getting a mortgage, because they will understand. When you get that letter, and it might take 72 hours to get it. It might be faster, but it could take 72 hours when you get that letter, now you have two options. So if you're in the process of a mortgage, you, might, you can ask your lender, can they do a rapid rescore? And can they provide these letters to the company that they're working with to obtain your credit report? So you can ask them, but there may be a fee involved. So also another option is you can call all three credit bureaus Tell them the same thing. You're going for a mortgage. You have the documents. How can you get them to them fast to be updated quickly for a mortgage? And see if they tell you to upload it, elect, upload it electronically. They may tell you to mail it, to fax it, whatever they do. But work with someone. The credit bureaus, you know, it may take time to get someone on the phone, and it might be frustrating, but... You're talking a long commitment with your finances, so you want to have those balances updated and reflect your credit report correctly. And so those are your options. So there's definitely things you can do. And even after the credit bureaus say, hey, we updated it, I would still go online and make sure when you're looking at your credit report, it truly is updated, and then you can have the mortgage lender pull your new credit report and have your new score. So I hope that story helped you. I can't wait to share more with you, and thank you for joining me today. Let me know your credit questions or your credit story so I can share it on an upcoming podcast. Have a great day, and don't forget, check the links below.